Hello, welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Rajar, and this is one of my advice videos, not about education, but about life. And today I'll talk about how to, you know, inhabit an identity that questions things without getting into too much trouble. So if you think in terms of challenging power or asking the hard questions of powerful institutions or people who have power over you, we have this romantic view of resistance, right? And that is that me as an individual is gonna be the person who's gonna pose these questions, right? And to be honest, most of my life, I kind of have acted like that. And there are downsides to that. The biggest one being that when you challenge power as an individual, you can very easily be isolated, sidelined, and then eventually evicted or overpowered because you're one person. So what I learned through my experience was that when you become a constituency in solidarity with others, then it's harder to isolate you, it's harder to silence you, and it's harder to exclude your views from anything that people in power are thinking or trying to decide. And I learned this, you know, a few years ago at this place where I worked, which I will not name. While the larger institution surprisingly was very friendly towards people like us who work for a living, the smaller sub parts of the institution were very set in their ways. And people in power within that sub part had their own ways of looking at things, their own ways of valuing what was valuable and what was not. And those of us who were on the fringe, who taught literatures that weren't mainstream, were, you know, like politely accepted, but not really, you know, given much importance. And I started noticing that I was observing behaviors towards me, which were very subtle, but which didn't come across to me as positive. And then I was trying to fight it alone in different meetings here and there, pointing out things. And then one of our wiser colleagues, right, uh, suggested that we should all get together and talk about things. And so about four of us got together and started talking about what was going on. And we realized that we were all going through the same kind of experiences in our own little silos of self. And we were assuming that maybe we were doing something wrong. So when we started talking to each other, charted a plan of how to offer our thoughts and ideas, and introduced ourselves as this constituency in solidarity, we became a more potent voice in the self-governance of the department in which we were working. And it became harder to isolate us as individuals because we did our homework, we talked amongst each other, and then we came to any given meeting 
or any given situation as a constituency. So what I learned in terms of praxis and philosophy from this experience was, and I kind of knew it, you know, but what I learned was that the easiest way in which power and the powerful can break our wills is if we are in that heroic mode of fighting alone. Because then it's you alone against very powerful constituencies. But if you work in solidarity with others, I mean, the hope is to change the system and make it more just and equitable, right? So if you find like-minded people who are immediately connected to what your cultural identity is and then reach out to allies, then when you enter the debate or discussion or a meeting, you don't enter alone. If you speak up, there will be three other people who will speak up in solidarity with you. Yeah, they might have a different way of looking at things and putting things, but the end result is the same, is to voice dissent as a constituency. And in my experience, it had more effect, right? Because we had a voting block, we became a constituency that others sought for their support, but also it became harder for anyone to isolate one of us and then you know, make a subject of whatever dispensations they could send our way. Uh, and in the end, by becoming a constituency, we were able to change a lot of things, little by little, and we were able to stop certain initiatives which we thought were not in the best interest of our institution, right? And behind which were the vested interest of some, interests of some very powerful figures. So, you know, take this as a morning talk from me. If you are interested in social and political change within the sphere in which we work, you work. And you're trying to do so as an individual. It will have an effect, but it's easier to sideline you if you're just you yourself. But if you reach out and build solidarity with others close by, or through the internet, if you become a constituency, your actions will have larger results, they'll be more successful, and it will become increasingly harder for any one powerful figure or a group of them to isolate you, to penalize you. So, you know, if you are thinking of changing the environment in which you live, you have to have personal motivation, but seek out your allies. Seek out who's on your side. Sit down, plan together, strategize, and don't try to do it alone. Become a constituency with a unified voice, a unified voice which is reached after building a consensus. And when you do that, you will see the results may not be immediate but they will start showing up. And your dissent and resistance will not make you individually as a target. So that's it. I hope this is useful to you. 
let me know what you think. Share your own experiences of how you might have affected some change. And uh, I would be really happy to, you know, read your comments. And as always, if you have a few moments, please do subscribe to the channel and pass this information to others if it could be useful to them. I am so very grateful for your support and I will now be back with some conversation on another topic. Until then, as always, peace and love.